Welcome back to the Meet Us in Paris podcast, the podcast all things about travel, be it destinations, food, having an amazing time, and general tomfoolery. <laughs> I am Zen, and I will be your cyberspace podcast host for today. And with me are my virtual co-hosts, Kristen and Emily. Hello. How are you gals? Hello. Oh, you, you know. Mean, you know. Same old, same old. <laughs> same day as it was, yeah. like, whenever we started this. Yeah. <laughs> the Nine Inch Nails song, like, yeah. every day is exactly the same. Yes. yes. So. That's <laughs> Yep, we're all experiencing it. It's, yeah, so, I don't know. I, I'm, like, trying to think. I don't even know how long we've been doing this. I don't know if I mentioned on our previous episode, but it feels like every day to me feels simultaneously, like, Tuesday and Friday. <laughs> like, all the time. Like, yeah. It always feels like the urgency of like getting everything done at work, but also like I have so many days <laughs> to do things, but not really, but kind of. Anyways, <laughs> needless to say, this has been quite the year for travel um, for reasons yeah. that we don't necessarily want to go in right now. So we thought it'd be a splendid time to have a little fun with a travel quiz to learn about what destination should be on our bucket list. So if you want to play along with us, you can find the quiz on the travel channel and it's called what bucket list trip should you take and while you're pulling that up we will take a quick sponsor break meet us in paris is sponsored by the university of california irvine division of continuing education do you have an educational goal at uci dce we're here to help with over 60 certificate programs available we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals and we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing. Okay, we're back. I am excited to find out where I need to go. I hope it gives me someplace new and not someplace. I'm just really interested to see what they consider a bucket list. Trip. Yes. Oh, that's true <laughs> too. too. These quizzes yeah. are, are always fun. Yeah, and if we get something we've already been to, does that mean we're free to die? Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> Did everything you need to do. You're, you're done. Five. You're yeah. done. We're gonna have to find more bucket lists. Yeah. Imagine it's like, like California. Uh, <laughs> yeah, drive up the coast of California. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hysterical. Go see the Hollywood Hollywood Walk. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, does everyone have their quiz? ready and yeah, you cool it is okay. up. cool so the first question is how do you prefer to spend your free time is it hiking the tallest mountain you can find no sipping no <laughs> definitely not <laughs> no. um <laughs> sipping wine and getting lost in a good book people watching at a farmer's market relack'ing at the spa or camping with your family Okay, this is, is ridiculous. This a because strange way to spend your free time. <laughs> like these well, options. For me, it's like in my free time, I like to read and sip wine. But when right. I'm on vacation, that's the last thing I would do. So, maybe they're thinking that your hobbies might reflect the place that you go to. I mean, maybe? I, so. I guess. So like, like maybe they would send you to Ernest Hemingway's Cuba or something like that. Ah, uh, Yes. <laughs> Because um, he drank wine, yeah. And then if there was the thing about cats too, then you, it'd be perfect. So. <laughs> or maybe they're just going to send you to the Library of Congress or something. <laughs> oh my god, that's the bucket list for sure. Oh my god. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> it's just interesting because 
perf- like free time to me is like a couple hours, I guess. But like camping with your family is like yeah, a whole. The like rest thing. of these are like a an afternoon, and yes. the camping's like a whole week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. and then it's not fully inclusive because I wouldn't say you know I wouldn't say these are things that I any of these things I do necessarily when I have free time. I could see you people watching at a farmer's market. Yeah, well, that's a clo- actually that's the one. That's the one I was going to say is yeah. the closest uh, to what you know, like because we'll go to farmers market. It's just nice to see people around and check out the farmers markets. I love seeing what people are coming up with. You know, the kumquat banana, that type of stuff. Oh. You know, with hybrids. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go with people watching at the farmers market. So I'm actually, I think, going to choose the most basic of all, the relaxing at the spa. But my husband and I, we love, we've gone to places where we go to a lot of, like, natural hot springs, like in Mm. New Zealand and stuff. And we just love that and, like, the mud baths and stuff. So to be fair, if we we had that nearby, I might do it more often. But um, You you know there's mud baths close to where you grew up, right? In Corona? Yeah. Glen Glen Ivy. Yeah, I've been there. Okay. Which I, I enjoy, but um, it's a little far. Like, I don't know. You can't get there yeah. during the week because of traffic. So right. I don't go there Well, you can often. now, but no one's there. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> um, so. I think I'm between Farmer's Market and a good book, but I'll go with a good book. Sipping wine okay. and lots of a good book. Good. I camped in the backyard with my daughter. Does that count? Yes, especially during these times. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll throw up the second question. All What's right. your biggest concern when planning a trip? Number one, is it safety? Two, is it budget? Three, is it internet access? <laughs> Four, time, and uh, five, fear of flying. That is very Ooh. very specific. So. Uh, me for sure it's budget i have this horrible thing with money so it's like even if i have money to take a trip and i take a trip i'll still be like but the more money i save i can go on another trip later (laughs) i'm like always thinking about how much i'm spending and stuff so it's like a sickness Uh, i'm like between budget and time for the same reason that you just said Kristen. for both i guess so budget what you already said and then time i'm always like we like we have to maximize every single second we're here. <laughs> uh, yeah, you yeah. know I'm gonna have to say it's like I I'm lucky you know um, dual income with a wife and we're a little bit older and you know we kind of mm-hmm. know when we have the time. So I'm gonna go with safety because it's yeah. always about you know because I gotta now I have a ten year old but sure, I'm yeah. not gonna be dragging her out to the a safari or anything like that. So <laughs> that's a I mean, very that's, family friendly activity. Go shoot some animals. Well, not Maybe shooting, shooting different, <laughs> but the safari trips where you're just like in the little golf cart and they drive you around. And well, I'm just thinking, just going to some of those places that have safaris could be kind of hazardous in the first place. Oh, either and depends, or. Yeah. I'm just not going to take her somewhere that's unsafe. Of How's course, that? yes, that's you know, fair. So, so have you seen? Okay, as a side note, have you guys seen they have like iguana safaris in Florida? Ew, iguanas. No. <laughs> yeah, because are, of not even like alligators. Are they big? 
<laughs> yeah, apparently iguanas get to be like they're an invasive species. They oh. were they came mm. from um people just put their iguanas out and apparently they're eating everything. <laughs> what? They're just killing put them out. all the trees. Uh yeah, they some people just threw their pets <gasps> out and so they <sighs> so they're feral now. Oh and my god. So now they have iguana safaris where people will take you out to go shoot them. Oh <gasps> god. And I think there might be even like a government bounty. Like if you what? kill them and you bring in the, you know, you you get like a buck or something like that. Wow. So people do it as a living. So that anyways. Is, that's wild. That's something new. I've never to heard me, of that. To <laughs> me, the safari is just like viewing. Like yeah. hunting a whole nother level. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I just always. Okay. Let's <laughs> let's just go back to safety. I don't I don't like shooting okay. things. I really okay. don't like shooting things. So. No, neither do I. No. Okay, okay so <laughs> <laughs> that turned dark quick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go with time just because I wanna all of us are choosing different answers. I wanna see Perfect. These different places we're going. <laughs> but all, still be authentic to, be to you. <laughs> they're all gonna be France or something. <laughs> no. Alright. Okay. Next question. Let's see here. What gives you the biggest rush? Seeing an incredible sunrise? <laughs> no, because I'd have to get up in time for it. <laughs> Skydiving? Observing animals in the wild? That's mine, I could already tell you. Witnessing world-class art or tasting a delicious meal from a Michelin-starred restaurant? Huh. I am animals all the way. Man, I've never hey, gone skydiving. But, but it would I, be a pretty big rush. Right, but it would be sharp. definitely a pretty big rush. And it's, like, yeah. on my bucket list in general to skydive. So That's I like throwing skydive. yourself at a planet, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. To me, it's art all the way. Interesting. I want to see art museums. Okay, that gives you a rush? You know what? Um, I started out as an um, art major when I was young. Oh, and okay. so I was an art major and I actually was a graphic artist for many years when I was oh, a very, very long time ago. And the thing is that I just have so many books on art and to see them in person is such a different experience, you know? And yeah. so whenever yeah. I go to a museum, I, I really do get a rush. And, and even better is that sometimes I'll go into a museum, turn around a corner and it's like, Oh my God, that's here. Yeah. And I'll just like literally freak out. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I will actually freak out in the museum when it's like something unexpected, like a Mark Rothko shows up in the room. Oh yeah. So, mm. so I really do art. enjoy seeing like the very iconic pieces i mean i'm not a huge art connoisseur but i know some of those big ones and seeing those or like seeing like guernica in madrid was like whoa yeah yeah right yeah. right or or like for example when i went to the sistine chapel not that it disappointed me but it was much smaller than i had expected mm. you know so the thing is it's it's maybe a basketball court's worth mm -hmm. but for some reason you know you see only pictures and only videos and it's it distorts seems size. massive yeah yeah, it's. I thought it's like the size of the Astrodome or something. <laughs> I mean, right, that's how they yeah. make it seem. Yes, totally. Yeah. And it's only, it's roughly what the size of a basketball. Yeah, court, it maybe, is. You know, so you know, so you know, it's it's nice to see stuff in person instead sure. of in the book. So okay, totally. next one. All right, next one. What's the perfect way to spend a day? Ooh, okay. Seeing the Sagrada Familia in Barcelona. Visiting an elephant sanctuary in Thailand, 
Um, kayaking down the Grand Canyon, drinking wine at a Napa Valley vineyard, or chasing waterfalls and getting the best landscape photographs. All of these were like location based. Yeah. Except for the waterfalls and photographs. So. <laughs> Well, my problem is that I have a problem with these sanctuaries in Asia because there are so many reports of these sanctuaries not being sanctuaries at all. Mm -hmm. So I have like, I have just felt like I would never go to one of those, but that feels like what I would want to do is like spend time with animals, but I also probably wouldn't go to these sanctuaries in South Asia. So in that regard, yeah, yeah, I've been to um, zoos in other countries and the, the conditions, Conditions, you know, oh, course, I know. lots, lots I know. of people believe our conditions are terrible in the United States. And then when I've gone to other countries, it's like, oh, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, so, yeah. So in that regard, I actually really love the kayaking down the Grand Canyon. It's like active. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. There's somewhere new. But I have a feeling that's going to make my bucket list the Grand Canyon. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've already done. Man. But I'm going to choose gonna it. S- I'm going to say Sagrada Familia. Man. I also want to say kayaking down the Grand Canyon. You could do it. You could be twins. I know. I'm just like, I don't want to go to the Grand I don't want the Grand Canyon to be my I bucket know. list. <laughs> okay. Tell me about it. But- it's happening. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Too late now. It's done. All right. All right. Next question. The main reason you travel is to A, escape day-to-day life and responsibilities. B, get your adrenaline running. C, see as much of nature's beauty as possible. D, create memories with your friends and family. and Or E, learn about other cultures through art, fashion, food, and architecture. Man. I'm learning about other cultures. I feel like I'm learning about other cultures too. But I also like creating memories with my friends and family. I like escaping day-to-day life, (laughs) that's for sure. You Um, know what? I think I'm going to go with learn about other cultures through art, fashion, and food, and architecture. Because there's, I do want to create memories with my friends and family. But the reason why... I, I choose travel to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could also go camping and mm-hmm. create memories, right. but I choose travel bec- travel to do that with. So, okay. I like it. Me too. Are I we think, all? Are, I think we're all, we all. I think we all are. We're all learning about culture. Okay, next. Is that you, Chris? What's your? Is this me? It's, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. What is your ideal lodging situation? A luxury hotel. A yurt, <laughs> under the stars, a quaint bed and breakfast, or a treehouse. That's new. Luxury hotel. Really? You bougie. I know. <laughs> I am a quaint B&B. Yeah, I'm a quaint B&B as well. But if I was in Mongolia, I would for sure choose a yurt. I have mean, you when, stayed in when a in yurt? Rome. I never have, no. I've stayed two nights in you're in really? Mongolia. Yeah. And how was it? Um it's like camping. Okay. I mean, I don't know if you're aware, but like I mean, obviously yurts are designed to be um broken down and packed up. These may I wouldn't say they're permanent, but they were kind of semi permanent. But and this was wow, thirty five years ago. But 
the the center of the yurt is open. So um, oh, of the really? roof. Oh, is oh, it like yeah. a fire? Delight of fire, yeah. Oh. So, I mean, that was one thing that I was not aware of. So that was kind of interesting, and I mean, it was it was a really fun experience. And then, of course, oh, there I'm was sure. nothing. Um, I mean, in the middle of Inner Mongolia, like, I mean, I I told the story once, but essentially, you know, there, there was no TV, there's no ra- no radio, there's no. So, like, all the guys got around and. Um, we 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 did wrestling inner mongolian wrestling hmm. and everyone just sat around the campfire and watched guys wrestle the, the whole evening away <laughs> great entertainment <laughs> so uh yeah yeah as you know so you know go back to find that podcast where i talk about that because there's that was when i talked about the horrific um injury one of my friends got so <laughs> okay. another time though all right. All right. Uh, next. Next. Is it my turn? I don't Emily. know. Oh, it's mine. Emily. Okay. I just went. okay. Got it. Okay. <clears throat> with with whom will you be traveling? Yourself, your significant other, your BFF, your whole family, or new friends you meet along the way? Oh, I miss those days. <laughs> I don't have that patience anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the new friends or yeah, which one? the new friends. It used to be, I'd like travel alone. You meet people in hostels and then you just start traveling with them. But who can do that anymore when you're in your thirties? Hmm. I'm going to go with my whole family. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious for now. I'm with my significant other. Cause he is my only family. Right <laughs> I'm going to go with your BFF. Nice. Mm-hmm. Next. All right, next question. Uh, your ideal climate is sunny and hot. The hotter, the better. Oh. Mm. Warm and breezy. You could live mm. at the beach. Uh, mild. A light jacket is all you need. Occasionally rainy. Your favorite shoes are rain boots. Are, are rain boots. And um, the last one, changing every five minutes. That's New Zealand. I wonder, like, but why would that be your ideal climate? <laughs> I feel like you'd choose to Which go one? there the the changing after five minutes like why is that an option <laughs> well that exists in like, I, that's New Zealand. True. they're like known for that but why is there no the colder the better i know because i that love snowy climate i'm gonna go with a uh, mild a light jacket is all you need same you know what i'm gonna go with occasionally rainy okay um i the, the thing is that being an Ohioan, it used to rain. Like I think it rains probably like thirty to forty days in Ohio, and I kind of miss rain. In California, it's just sunny all the time. So now it's annoying. Yeah. So <laughs> it, yeah, isn't it funny? California's like it's always it annoying, sunny though. here. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I'm going to go with occasionally rainy. Okay. Next, last question. Um, what drink are you most likely to order? Red wine, pisco sour. Beer, vodka, mimosa. Hmm. I'm actually vodka. beer. I love Probably. tasting the different beers from all the different places. Oh, that's right. I remember. You have that beer app. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember. I like um, forget what it's called. What's your yeah. favorite beer? It's a yingling, <laughs> which is like a cheap amber. It's like from the oldest brewery in the United States. It's only like an East Coast beer, but... 
I just think it has the perfect like flavor and lightness and I'm huh. a fan. Yeah. Interesting. Sounds like it's an ancient brand. I know it does. <laughs> Seriously. Uh out of these, I'd probably go with mimosa. I'm gonna go with vodka. Nice. Right. There's no scotch or whiskey, so vodka. I also drink vodka. <laughs> yeah, very so, okay. weird combination. Yeah, because you would think, I mean, of course, if you said scotch or whiskey, then it's like points only two places, right? So, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Unless they're trying I mean, to can, see how refined you are. Well, I mean, you can look at these red wine, it's got to be France or California. Pisco Sour's got to be South America. Mm-hmm. Beer is somewhere oh God. Germany. Grand Canyon. Or- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the US. <laughs> Vodka, Russia, I assume. Or and then mimosa is that? I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know where that's been. Tropical. Oh Oh. yeah. Well, I was thinking um, France because isn't it champagne? It is champagne champagne. and orange juice. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if they drink that. So okay, everyone get results. results. Yep. All right. Ooh. Who wants to go first? No. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Dumb. Okay, who got what? Kristen, I want to hear yours. For a national parks <laughs> oh road <my> God. trip. <laughs> That's like my biggest nightmare. <laughs> it's camping. It's in the country. That was dumb. That's <laughs> not my best. <laughs> but, but I haven't done it yet, so I don't have to die. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I have pack your bags for Italy. And it goes, it says, what doesn't Italy have? Beautiful beaches, colorful seaside villages, delicious food and wine, world-class art, and so much more. Yeah. I've been to Italy, but, like, I think only... I love Italy. I love it. I would love to go back. I've never been to, like, the south of Italy, so I would like to go there. Mm, Yeah. I've only been to, like, Venice, Florence. Mm -hmm, Me too. um, And, like, Rome. And Rome, yeah. Yeah. Like, the big one. You know, like, the bigs. Yeah. So... Um, and we had a podcast before with our my our good friend Kristen, Sean. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, <laughs> who just raves about Florence. So, oh if yeah, you, you get to hear him. Just if if you haven't had a chance to listen to that podcast, go back and find it. He is like to him almost about fluent it. in Italian now because ever since his trip, he just became obsessed with Italy and started learning Italian in earnest. And he's like yep. getting really good. Yeah, it's he, amazing. He, he practices probably an hour at least every single night. And wow. he got connected with one of our like international students from Italy and does like mm-hmm. real wow. exchange and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, um, I mean, I actually gave him this tip is that um, I was like, you know, because this is, I don't speak languages. I've always wanted to learn language. And so I have always read what the best ways are. It's like, have you ever heard about watching TV this way? And he's like, what? Ooh, I go, yeah. go find your favorite movie that you know every single line to. And then turn on the uh, w- 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 the dub subtitles? in Italian. No, the sub- no. You yeah, you could do it? sub. You could subtitle it and dub. Mm-hmm. But you want the Italian dub. So you want the right. sub? I guess you could do the Italian subtitles or English subtitles, but you want the Italian. Um, so you get learned, you get used to hearing the language all the time. And so now he watches all of his TV and movies all in Italian, even new movies. Oh, that's Incredible. Nice. 
well, that they, he hadn't seen before. They yeah. say it's more helpful if the, I mean, the dub, if you're, you you want to be listening to it, obviously, in the language, but it's better to have the subtitles in the target language, not in your native language. Okay. But, more importantly, yeah. it was I thought was the language because he already knows all the English lines. So it's just like, oh, right, this is right, how right. To say of in, course. In Italian. So, yeah. so anyway, so he, he's just, yeah, he's crazy fluent now. Yeah, it's wow. really so. impressive. It's barely been I like loved, a year since his trip or something. Yeah. I loved what he said when he was on the podcast. Do you remember he was talking about some programs? It's like, you know, it's an okay program. But, you know, the whole time I was in Italy, I never saw a monkey or a banana. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's teaching you how to say these things. And you're like, he goes, okay. It's, <laughs> he goes, it's semi-useful because it's just like the whole time I was in Italy, I never saw a monkey and I never saw a banana. So right. I know how to say them, but I'm never going to use them. So Yeah, that's funny. That is funny. Zen, oh, I have to tell yeah. yeah, what's yours? <laughs> Okay, this is not ironic, perhaps, or ironic. Uh, pack your bags for Paris. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. the, city, the City of Light offers incredible food, shopping, and art museums. Pack your uh, chicest outfits and get ready to visit iconic spots like the Eiffel Tower, the Louvre, Notre Dame, and many more. Nice. So, okay, these are not <clears throat> bucket list trips. These are normal vacations. I know. They need to be like going to Antarctica, skydiving over Mongolia. I don't know. I think it's kind of bucket list for the neophyte, right? For non-travelers. I feel like they're bucket list. I guess. I guess. Okay. Yeah. It feels like bucket list for the non-traveler. So. Well. (laughs) Well. I mean, I'm happy with mine. Zen's happy with his. Yeah. I I think it fits. But. (laughs) This is just funny. You know, maybe I could stand to do it. I've never done it before. Maybe I would be done. awed by the national parks. I'm so maybe. like averse to them. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why? Why are you adverse to the national parks? Uh, I'm, I don't Nature? know. I don't know. The camping aspect, I feel like, is a this is Maybe it's unfair, but I feel like it's so familiar, even though these are places I've never been like just in the United States and Canada, it just feels so like I'd rather see like a national park of like Asia or um, like the outback in Australia, but they make this seem like it's just like going to Yellowstone. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Well, have you been to places like, I mean, you've been to Yosemite, right? No, my mom goes all the time and she tries to get me to go and I've never (laughs) gone. You know what? There's some, beautiful i mean of course now it's overrun with tourists but there's some beautiful hotels that are inside of the park and there's also beautiful hotels on the outside of the park so you don't have to necessarily be camping and then you can do mm-hmm. like you you know the thing is you can drive to a um a parking lot and do a day hike or you know it's i mean i've just enjoyed driving through um uh yosemite i mean See, i do love road trips Mm-hmm. But I, I wouldn't, for some reason, I don't like the idea of, like, my destination just being this national park. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, I want to go to, like, Banff, and I, of course I would yes. not say no to seeing Yosemite at least once, but it's just not my bucket list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel that. But Thank you. Thank you. It's, yeah, I'm not sure if it's a bucket list for me either. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, but. 
There is. So when I was um, in Calgary, I was really close to Banff and it was very sad. I couldn't go because it was like a work trip. I wasn't going to have time or anything like that. But I was like looking up all these things in Canada and there is... It's in the Alberta state also, I believe. It's a national park where you can still dig for dinosaur bones. Like they have found a lot there. And like you can bring kids and they actually do real like dinosaur bone like hunting and stuff like that. Which I thought was super cute. There's a park where you can like get, find diamonds. Have you seen that one? No. No. Where's that? So, oh man. Um, You know, I'll have to look it up and, but there's... Recently, they talked about a, um, there's this one park where it used to be a diamond mine, and it's still legal to go there. Like, if you're a tourist, you just go there, and you know, you're allowed to pick up anything and pick up, you know, like if there's diamonds, you can pick it up. And some woman recently, it was like in the news, picked up a several carat diamond. I mean, Whoa. it wasn't a pure diamond, sure, you know, so there was flaws, but it was a fairly valuable um, diamond that she found. Wow. Yeah, I bet. Huh. So, I That's mean, and it was cool. just something, it was just something she's walking along the path and it's like, hey, look at that rock. And it's like, holy smokes, it's a diamond. Wait, sorry, did you say where this was? It's somewhere here in the United States. Okay. I just don't remember. Um... I'll road trip to that as a <laughs> Okay, Make wait, my money let's back. see. Okay. Find that. Really quick, Google. I think, I may not be correct, but it's the, it might be this one, the Crater Diamonds Stake Park. Sounds like it could be. Ooh, I've never been, so I'll go. And so what they they say, notable... Okay, Um, visitors may find semi-precious gems other than also diamonds being some of them, like amethyst, uh, agate, jasper, and other different minerals, okay? That's really cool. So um, as late as 2019, Miranda Hollingshead found a 3.72 light yellow diamond... Uh, 3.72 carat. Um, 2017, a woman, uh, the name, they named it Superman's Diamond, 7.44 carats. Whoa. Um, diamond, dark brown. Uh, so people find, it's like every single year, I, I, there's like a list of them. Every single year or multiple times a year, people find fairly big diamonds. Wow. There. I'm down. Impressive. Yeah. Let's go. When when you, when you go, let us know. We'll, we'll do a podcast on it. Excellent. You guys can be live <laughs> while I hunt for my gems. Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. Um, maybe kind we've of. Convinced, maybe we've convinced Kristen <laughs> to like, go. <laughs> uh, here's hoping. <laughs> but we are going to have a look for more in other cities in the future but for now thank you for tuning in and if you want to hear more from us then check out our facebook or instagram social pages where you can find photos of our adventures around the world interesting articles and more meet us in paris is a university of california irvine division of continuing education production if you need a career boost are looking to increase your workplace knowledge or seeking a new profession check them out at ce.uci.edu for their professional courses. Thanks again for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Bye from Yellowstone. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>